there, Monica White, licensed mental health counselor here. Welcome to Boost Your EQ. This is the podcast where I teach the most important psychology skills you can learn to build abundant, thriving relationships with yourself and the people around you. In last episode, I discussed eight goals for counseling for anxiety so that we can transform the struggle and start actively living our best lives today. In this episode, I'm going to discuss anxiety mindset and how you can take that anxiety chatter, that thought loop, and transform it, reduce it, and use it in a way that works for you. So let's just get right into it. Just want to catch you all up to speed. So it's Friday, the middle of December 2019 here outside of Boston. For me personally, this has been a jam-packed week. I can't even believe that I accomplished so many things, but so I'm working full time. Um, I usually see eight people throughout the day. Um, you know, I'm a, a counselor, I'm a therapist in a hospital. So I'm always solving problems, always processing, organizing, clarifying, and triaging. Um, however, I also have my well be to go, my private practice, and I have my clients in the evening hours and on the weekends, and I'm in a coaching program. So I'm in an online entrepreneur coaching program and it just started. So it runs from December to June and that's seven months of online coaching. So I'm learning so much about the online space and um, how to serve my clients better. So it's really amazing. And I just started, so I don't want to get too much into it right now. But the bottom line is, is that my week is just jam packed and I'm loving it, but I'm also having to really do a lot of time management. So everything that I've been teaching you, everything I talk about, I actually apply into my daily life. So for example, a few episodes ago, I noticed that I didn't have a morning routine and that bothered me. So I thought about it for a couple weeks and I implemented a morning routine. So now I do make breakfast in the morning and I'm more mindful of how I'm setting up my day. So that's one way that me just making a podcast helps my own life as well. You know, it's really interesting how sometimes we don't have the information and when we start putting it out there, it actually affects our life and changes us in positive ways too. So I've really enjoyed learning about morning routine and implementing it into my life. In last episode, I discussed counseling for anxiety, the eight goals. And so for clinicians, it's okay for us to talk about um, mental health issues as long as we're doing it in an educational way. And so anxiety is one of those things that affects almost 45 million people. That's a lot of people. So one out of every six people will experience a high level of anxiety at some point in their life. Anxiety is a natural response some anxiety is okay like anxiety keeps us safe anxiety keeps us moving so we're all going to have a little bit of anxiety in our life and that would be normal Um, however a lot of us get more anxiety than is comfortable so i'll just say that so anxiety is pretty normal however in our society and just the way things are set up um, how many hours we work, how many tasks we have to do, and it's just a lot to deal with. <laughs> and so, of course, people are going to get anxiety. Anxiety is normal. It's our natural response to the fight or flight. So, you know, our body is pretty intuitive and it has a natural fight or flight. 
So when we lived, you know, in the old days, we actually did have to fear a lot. Um, you know, so for example, if a tiger's coming at you, you're going to have anxiety. If a car is coming at you, you're going to have anxiety. Like sometimes when I'm driving and I feel like there's something in the road, I get anxiety. That makes me stop. Anxiety keeps us safe. The issue is when anxiety becomes a recurrent thought pattern, like an apprehensive anxiety about things that we don't even know are coming. So anxiety about things in the future, apprehension, worry, that creates a thought loop that's not really productive, it's not realistic, not sustainable, and it doesn't help us solve problems. So that's why anxiety is something that's very important to get comfortable with, to get curious about, and that you want to try to understand when it's happening, how long it's happening, why it's happening, and what is the thinking pattern that's going on when your anxiety is increasing. So naturally, in a fight or flight response, our sympathetic nervous system, it gets activated in an emergency situation. So some things are an emergency. Again, you know, a tiger coming at you or something in the road. So you're gonna feel mind and body sensations such as increased heart rate, quick shallow breaths, increased adrenaline, increased muscle tension, chest pains or increased perspiration. Those things cause your body to react and that's a good thing. However, when it's not a danger, so like maybe you're at work or maybe you're talking to somebody or you're in a social situation that's totally safe, anxiety starts to impair our thinking. And it could be about things that we are apprehensive about, things in the future, things that may or may not happen. And it starts to create a negative thought loop that it's hard to control and then we start having sort of like negative thinking about future events, sometimes past events, um, but future events that we may or may not have the solution to, the information for, or that we're just not even clear about. So anxiety kind of gets in the way of connecting, having clarity, and solving problems. Imagine when you've had anxiety or when you've seen someone anxious. Typically, when someone has anxiety, they're keyed up, they're fatigued, it's hard to concentrate, it's hard to connect with them, they get muscle tension, and there's just kind of a lack of balance in life, and it's just hard to get, concentrate and solve problems, right? Okay, so then the question you're probably thinking is, okay, fine, I understand symptoms of anxiety, I understand the difference between when I am actually in danger versus when I'm just feeling like I'm anxious about things that may or may not happen. So then you're probably thinking, okay, I get it, what do I do? The answer is, first off, definitely get outside perspective. You wanna get someone who has constructive feedback so they can give you a reality testing and help you balance anxiety and just have a safe space to examine it. So that's number one. Secondly, you can look at your symptoms of anxiety. How often are you talking to yourself in this chatter? Um, how many hours of the day are you dedicating to anxiety? And what is your anxiety telling you? How is it making you think? Um, does it make you feel guilty? Does it make you feel bad? Anxiety usually is somewhat distorted, like it's unrealistic. 
So you want to challenge your anxiety and you want to challenge sort of that negative chatter, that distorted chatter. And how do we usually do that? Well, usually we need outside perspective. So we need somebody to challenge our thinking and to say, you know, either through a therapist, through a friend who's just really super healthy, um, through coaches, through mindset work, through affirmations, through a personal trainer. There's so many different ways that you can combat your anxiety and get yourself out of that thought loop. So anxiety reinforces um, an anxious thought loop. That's why you see people who have anxiety for 30 years, they literally never had the tools to challenge their thinking. So we want to be more proactive, creative, constructive, effective in the way that we manage our anxiety. We want to put time limits on it. We want to structure it. That's why you'll see healthy coping skills of journaling, like literally writing pen and paper, put your thoughts down on paper. That's an active, proactive process. Other ways to challenge anxiety are to engage in distracting, enjoyable activities. So it's totally fine when you're thinking about an anxious thought and you're in that thought loop and it's going on for more than an hour that you do something different. So talking with someone for an hour and it's making you anxious, do something different. After an hour, I always tell people that, you know, we're not really accomplishing anything. So it's time to end and do something different. Obviously, enjoyable, uh, engaging, proactive activities are always a good thing. You definitely want to pay attention to your coping skills. So are they healthier or unhealthier? Healthier coping skills are like journaling, walking, exercise, being around healthy people, doing things you like that can distract you from that anxiety thought loop. If you go back and look at all my episodes, I have talked about skills that can help you reduce anxiety. So if you boost your self-esteem, if you learn how to have boundaries in relationships, if you know the coping skills for success, there's so many coping skills. If you learn how to be more assertive, if you learn grounding, self-care, healing your childhood, adolescent, or young adult past issues, that helps as well. If you can use mindfulness, if you can use time management and reduce your burnout, those are all ways to start managing anxiety. And all the coping skills, the healthy ones, the healthy strategies, coping skills for success, they all work. And so if you need more tips on healthy coping skills, I have two episodes on that. So all of these are skills that you can learn to handle the challenges and obstacles of life and be it present in your body. And so it's really important to manage and understand anxiety so that you can actually identify and make decisions and move forward. So here are four simple ways to challenge your anxiety thinking. The last bit of this podcast episode is to identify some ways to challenge our thinking. When we're in anxious thinking, we want to do one of these four things. So first off, you want to identify the negative chatter, that anxious chatter. So we're all talking to ourselves. You want to put it on paper and you want to start documenting your chatter, right? So number one, you can question the negative worrisome thoughts you're having and you want to ask yourself is this thought valid so for example something that I hear a lot is my boss doesn't like me 
there's something wrong with me. Okay, so write that down on paper and then you ask yourself, is the thought valid? Okay, so my boss doesn't like me. There's something wrong with me. You want to provide evidence for and against the truth. So most likely, realistically, your boss is not thinking about you. <laughs> realistically, your boss has other things to think about. They're looking at a systems management perspective. They're trying to do the best in their role and they're not thinking that much about you. So there's nothing wrong with you. Um, you wanna challenge the likelihood that anything's gonna happen. So most likely your boss is gonna wanna connect with you at some point. So when they do, it's not necessarily about you and it's certainly not about the fact that, hey, you're not doing well, right? So you always wanna challenge your negative worrisome thoughts. Most people go from zero to 100. They think, hey, my boss doesn't like me, there's something wrong with me, I'm doing something wrong, something bad is gonna happen. Okay. That stop that thought, challenge it. That's not realistic and it's not sustainable. The real the reality of it is if there's something wrong, your boss will provide you constructive feedback. Usually there's policies, procedures, so you will know what you're doing wrong. Um, if not, then your boss is not doing things correctly. And yeah, maybe something will happen, um, like they'll criticize you or they will make you feel bad and then you'll solve the problem when that happens. So maybe it's not a good fit for the job, maybe the job environment's not very healthy, and then you'll move on and you'll do something different. So we always wanna be realistic and sustainable. So challenge your negative worrisome thoughts and challenge the likelihood that something negative will happen. So number two, you can always challenge the need to fix all the problems do all the things and take care of things immediately. You wanna ask yourself, what is the worst thing that will happen if it doesn't happen? First off, realistic, sustainable. Things don't get solved immediately. Most of the time, you have to have a decision-making process. You have to identify the problem. You have to look at the choices for solutions. You have to look at the people who can help you. You need to consult. So there's a process, things don't happen immediately. Most people are not impulsive, they don't make decisions quickly. So if you feel like something needs to get solved right now, not exactly realistic. So you wanna challenge your need to do everything yourself right away. Number three, you can challenge your negative thoughts into positive self-statements. Sometimes I get people that say, hey, positive is not realistic. That's not something that I can do. And what I'm gonna say is positive is realistic and sustainable because I have seen the lifespan of human development. Most people will live to be 70 and 80. The question you wanna ask yourself is what's your quality of life? So positive self-statements improve your quality of life. And in my last podcast, I've talked about boosting your self-esteem, boosting your emotional intelligence, assertiveness, boundaries, all kinds of things, right? Grounding, being in the moment, healthy coping skills. That can help you challenge negative thoughts into positive self-statements. So instead of, I'm never on time, there's something wrong with me, you can say, okay, so I'm not always on time, but 
Sometimes I'm behind schedule and there's ways that I can prove my time management. Maybe I can motivate myself to be more on time. Or an example of something I hear regularly is my boss doesn't like me, there's something wrong with me. You could say, hey, it's not necessarily about me. There is an agenda, there's a strategy, there's a system that my boss wants me to become a part of. So I can challenge myself to be more productive and proactive in the way that I'm communicating. So maybe I need to work on my communication skills, or maybe I can boost my self-esteem or take care of myself and manage my time so that I feel confident in the work that I'm doing. So there's a lot of different ways to change your negative thinking into positive, realistic self-statements. A last thing is, is thought stopping. So first thing is to notice when you're doing that negative self-talk. Anxiety, negativity is a thought loop that we reinforce and most people are kind of mindless about how they talk to themselves. So you want to stop your thinking and ask it, you know, is this helping me or is this hurting me? Anxiety tends to get in the way. It tends to prevent us from concentrating, making decisions, focusing, um, living our best life. So if anxiety is getting in your way, then you want to say, hey, maybe this is not helping me. Anxiety can be productive. Maybe you're anxious about a presentation or a homework assignment or talking to a group and there's a realistic anxiety because you don't have the skills, you haven't practiced, and you don't really know what your strategy is. So you always wanna challenge your anxiety and say, hey, is this motivating me? Is this helping me? And if so, then I wanna get excited about it and I wanna get the skills to solve the problem and do it well. But if it's hurting me, then I really want to start questioning it. I want to challenge it and I want to reframe it into a positive way. So thought stopping is really important. And another way to thought stop is to engage in a distracting activity. And I've mentioned healthy coping skills. Those are all distractions and ways that you can challenge your thinking and channel it into something more productive and proactive. And so in future episodes, I'm going to talk about leadership skills and decision making and how to, you know, accomplish the things that you want in life. So all this is sort of the foundational mindset work that we need to understand in order to become successful. Anxiety is one of those things that if you struggle with it, it's totally workable. It's something that can be managed and reducing and even having very little to zero anxiety it's truly a blessing. And I always say, you know, having no anxiety in your life, other than just a little bit that's reasonable, is so important and it's a wonderful feeling. Totally attainable and I definitely believe that most of us can achieve that. So I'm hoping that for you as well, if you do all the work, that you can reduce your anxiety and literally start thriving, flourishing, and living your best life. It's such a wonderful feeling and it's it's truly incredible. So that's it. That's all I'm going to say about anxiety. Every person is unique. Every situation is different. So that's why you want to get into see a professional and work through your anxiety. I work with people all week long with anxiety and it's something that's super manageable. So for me, you know, I've been doing this 10,000 hours and I help people 40 times a week 
to deal with anxiety and depression and things like that, they're totally normal. That happen to a majority of us in life. So the bottom line is you want to identify what you need, get to the right person and work on that. And that's all I'm going to say about anxiety. I think it's important enough to talk about it in an episode because anxiety does get in the way of us achieving our big picture goals. And so, you know, I've had a long week and so I'm going to end this episode on that. Just so you know, I am in that coaching group and so I'm working on a ton of other stuff that is revolving around skills and obstacles and mindset work. So all of this matters, all of it is important, and that's the end of this episode on anxiety. It's Friday night, so TGIF, and I'm going to go do some self-care, relax, wind down, and enjoy the weekend ahead. I'll see you all in the next episode. I believe the next episode is going to be on decision-making. And that will lead into leadership skills and boosting your EQ in your career and in the online entrepreneur world. So lots to come. I will see you all in the next episode and have a great holiday. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. And I will see you next time. Thanks for being here with me, friends. Take care.